getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Boy, does time fly. I remember when we started counting down, we're like two weeks away to Christmas, one week, and now we're at the cusp of a Christmas weekend. As I do every Friday, I hope you allow yourself a pocket of time to just take a deep breath uh, because it's going to be a really exciting weekend. Uh, there's going to be everyone out and about, so many parties happening, so many gatherings and Christmas plans and feasts and what have you. I just want to ensure that you just give yourself some quiet time as well. Take it all in. Enjoy the moment. Take a mental photograph of it, right? You made it through this year. We're going to live it up and have a wonderful Christmas long weekend. Actually, today already, I think people start working already. You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. What's hot? What's hot? Time to pop off. The Academy Awards, which usually kick off at the start of 2024, have just unveiled the shortlist for their best original song. Now, a lot of the songs you may not be super familiar with, but the highlights and I think the front runners clearly are from the Barbie soundtrack. So many great tracks from the Barbie soundtrack from Charlie XCX, Ice Spice, and Nicki Minaj. But Dua Lipa has been shortlisted. I'm really rooting for Billie Eilish, who revealed that it all began as a voice note. That first verse was written in just a couple of minutes, and uh, just under the guidance of director Greta Gerwig, Billie Eilish shared that even recording the vocals for this, this is her top three hardest songs to ever record. She could have belted out the lyrics, but she wanted it to almost feel like a whisper. The sound of singing and almost crying at the same time. And I think that's the, the bit about Billie Eilish's vocal capability that we often overlook. The restraint that she has to have and to convey that kind of emotion in her music. But of course, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, of course, who plays Ken and his iconic musical number, I'm Just Ken, is also being submitted. It would be kind of funny if he actually does win an Oscar for Best Original Song. Uh, here's a little Christmas gift from Ryan Gosling. He just uploaded this onto YouTube. A little surprise Christmas gift to all the fans for supporting Barbie and making it the biggest film of the year. A Christmas-themed twist to I'm Just Ken. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. What's hot? Time to pop off. Here is a super random pop culture fun fact. Now we love our rappers. They make us move. We memorize their rhymes. We respect the craft. But we also know La Notorious for having bad words in their songs, right? Now which rapper uses the most bad words in their songs? Have a little guess. Hmm. Could it be Kanye? Could it be Drake? Okay, we're gonna start in the top four. Okay, apparently a study has been done. Super random, super random study on which are the rappers that curse the most in their songs. So parents, if you find out that your children are listening to these artists, it's okay. Just make sure they're listening to the clean versions of these albums, okay? The queen of rap, Nicki Minaj. The generous queen. She uses... Well, she has used 1,612 curse words in her entire catalogue. That's 1 in 30. 
And then you got J. Cole. Brilliant lyricist. But he has cussed 1,632 times. The second most profane artist in rap is Eminem. Nah, a lot of us thought Eminem, right? Yeah. Eminem has said 1,850 bad words in all of his career so far. That's one in 50 words that he uses that is bad. My sensor. But the number one most profane artist that uses the most bad words. And I actually think he has the largest catalog of all these artists, right? Almost like every other week he's dropping a new album. Drake. Fun fact, you can tell this to someone at a party when you go over for a Christmas feast or whatever. It's awkward then you just say, oh, by the way, do you know that Drake has cussed 2,289 times in his entire discography? 2,289 is one in 45 words that Drake uses in a song is a bad word. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92. Uh, Final vouchers to Brunches Cafe, $100 to enter a time machine and go back to the 80s and enjoy dinner uh, while sitting in a Mini Cooper. What? Okay, it's an all-day breakfast experience at Brunches Cafe coming your way. Also, 72 more cans of Suzuki Hokkaido coffee, our last three-month batch for you. And joining us also soon is Dr. Kelly from The Gentle Vet. But right now, right before our long Christmas weekend, we got to hang out with Daphne Koo a little bit more. And yes, you got your show in the afternoon where we're constantly eavesdropping with you. <laughs> but it's something different when you and I sit together. Yeah. We go always, deeper. Always. We look closer mm. at the little things, the nuances to the Christmas experience of the human condition. What? It's just overthinker and overthinker combined. <laughs> I know that we are at the cusp of a nice Christmas weekend, uh, but you told me before I turned the mics on that you want to talk about iron deficiency. Yeah, but also I'm working tomorrow. (laughs) I also working tomorrow. Uh. Okay, you know, let's take this moment right now to show love to every person that will be working through the Christmas long weekend. If you have plans to go restaurant la, go walk walk la, buy last minute shopping, you know people are still working yes, there, right? That's the only reason they can open. <laughs> yes, we're we're all on the same calendar, okay? Yeah. So show some love, mm. people in the hospital, your grab drivers and everything. All of them are working through. So show them some extra love. Little things I say, hi uncle, Merry Christmas. Yeah. These little things. But also like even the bare minimum, be patient with them, you know, because I know that we're in a rush sometimes, mm. but it doesn't give you the passport to be rude. Yeah. It, Nobody's working on your schedule Only you, you know And (laughs) don't give me the excuse of Yeah, but it's not my fault No, actually See, the moment you allow it Yeah Right? To to let that rage come out of you (gasps) That pettiness come out You sit with it for the rest of the day You know what I mean? Oh, let's talk about that Let's talk about that So someone I heard that someone said something About me through somebody else The other day And I have just been Sitting on it And it was It really was like Looming on my mind Sitting on my heart Like like some kind of 
Pokemon, you know. Right, and like I, it's like nudging you, like yeah. Hey. And and every now and then, I would just come back to it and be like, why did this person say this? Mm. Like what what in? I've always been nice to this person. I'm and then I even had to journal about it, and I was like, I'm never nice to get anything back in return. Right. But I just would never expect someone to say something like that. You and I are overthinkers. You and I, we ruminate. You know, some people are able to think about it and then it just water off a duck's back. For us, it's a little bit trickier. And you know, this may be like, huh, how is this a Christmas-themed topic? It actually is. Like, I would it really think. is. A lot of people do feel this way, especially if you're going for gatherings and everything. Sometimes there may be little awkward moments or pauses or whatever. That, hey, that was not very nice. Remember, dear listener... These things are also trying to get your attention. Everything oh during this Christmas season is trying to get your attention. Oh, that's actually true, the I Christmas guess. The yeah. Christmas lights, the sale, everything. So yeah. you need to tell yourself, what do I want to give Ooh. my attention to? Okay, so be very, very sensitive to it. Say, oh, my alarm is going off in my mind saying, hey, this person talks smack about me. Should I think about it? Should I... Stop it. Stop it. Uh. Stop it. Uh. Don't. Just let it be. Oh, you talk smack about me. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's your opinion uh. of me. That's fine. Okay. It's I, just that it's someone I'm very close to. Then And then you will have that conversation with them lovingly at the right time. The one. But this is now your Christmas period <laughs> that you want to enjoy. So you better protect that I, spirit. Okay? I also think that I'm currently extra sensitive, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Are we talking about the iron deficiency thing? Because we're going to talk about that next, okay? Yes. No, also just the woman thing. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that okay, time. Okay, 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 it's okay, the okay. most horrible time <laughs> of the month. It's a human... <laughs> and woman time and that's something uh, to not be ashamed of it's something to just be like that's okay if I've decided I don't want children anymore then can I just not <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna chat more with Daphne Koo we gotta unpack all this okay almost there you're on your way on KISS 92 I like Benjamin I sent my therapist to therapy a reminder that we're all human now. Okay, it is some of our very last warning eh <laughs> What, like don't ah. get me Yeah very I love Alec Benjamin But it's just like Stop it ah Don't show your age You already sound like A 12 year old Please don't sing on, About things like Like I said I'm so hopeless I sent my therapist To therapy Ooh. I don't know no, I, I love Alec Benjamin But this one I, I, I think he's just Being a little bit Cheeky over here And, and <sighs> I, I don't Let's not take These pop songs Too seriously Oh okay? I'm a songwriter I can't help it This song is like <laughs> Came all the way To the other side Of the world And ended up On our station So I'm a bit Protective You know It's a good song I'm mm-hmm. just saying that Like Yeah he needs to I don't know. He can do whatever Take he wants. Take a Daphne <laughs> Koo songwriting workshop. You're on your way with Joshua Simon and clearly Daphne Koo here is trying to release some form of, I don't know, you need like a catharsis breakthrough, breakthrough a cathartic breakthrough. I'm, I'm leaving for two weeks. I haven't planned it yet, so. What's going on? I'm going to Paris by Par- myself. Paris. Paris. Oh my gosh, you know, I really want to go to Paris, but not for like the romantic reasons. Not no, for definitely not croissants either. and all that. Oh, I want the croissants. I want to go to Paris catacombs. What? Huh? What's that? I like dark tourism. You know, like when you go like <laughs> overseas to like countries, you know, every country has their dark past. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like disturbing, scary things. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Paris, by the way, fun fact, not sure if you all know this, but underneath Paris is just catacombs. So it's tombs and tombs and it's oh, a my maze. Hair is absolutely it's like a labyrinth <laughs> of horror. But please, uh, I just, I don't listen to what I'm saying, okay? Listen, listen. Uh. Uh, there are proper museum routes that are yeah. official. Mm. Okay, that you can go to. There are unofficial ones which are deadly. Oh. Fun fact. Okay. They're deadly because a lot of these pathways are not marked. Right. And you can go in there and the police will be like, your problem, we told you not to go inside. 
And then, yeah, people go missing in there. There are oh, homeless people who go there. My God. They will steal your map oh. or steal your torchlight so that you will get lost because you're intruding on their space. So just fun little fact. But yeah. Okay, yeah. I was actually wondering if I could go hiking or... Because it's Europe, right? Hiking so, Bukit Timah Hill, you can go, you know? I, I, I know, but the view is different, <laughs> right? From, no? from here, you fly to Europe just to go hiking. Uh. I, I fly everywhere and After I try to go hiking. All those hours, I, last thing I want to do is walk. <laughs> And like in Korea, Japan, yeah. I love walking. Okay, and you told me about this what vitamin deficiency you're experiencing. What's going iron, on? Iron, iron deficiency. What is it? What so, happened? So the last company I was at, I could like I could claim all these blood tests and everything, so mm. it's all free. And then one time I realized that I was in, like quite iron deficient. Eat beef. Uh, I eat a lot of beef. Uh-huh. It's just that because I like I, I can't eat shellfish oh. and I'm uh, lactose intolerant. Nuts. I cannot eat nuts. I'm allergic to nuts too. Oh, so. Yeah. You know, and, and because I keep getting all these ulcers and it's so painful to you know. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. more than anyone. There was a period of time where I was look doing like so so are you okay, don't show me all these things. Sorry, okay, sorry. look. Uh, 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 drink the cooling water. Oh, okay. That has helped. You know the whatever legs are, six yeah, legs the, are. The skinny bottle. Yeah, yeah, so take those. Those Does it are really taste good. Weird? No, it's just normal water. Huh? It's then very why cooling. Is it, why is it cooling? I don't water? know, like maybe oh, it's a placebo. I cannot. Uh, I cannot have anything too cooling. So now I just need to get iron tablets. But the problem... Okay, this is the problem, okay? Yeah. Problem is when you're iron deficient, you need to keep getting blood tests to see where your iron deficiency is at or whether you're done. Because you can take iron tablets, but you can't take it like a vitamin because it's very strong. Oh. It's putting like metal into your body, basically. Okay, okay, okay. So you have to do like one or two rounds and then go for another blood test. But me being the cheapskate that I am, I did two rounds and then I look at my mom, she looked at me and I'm we're like... Yeah, seems fine. We're probably good. Okay, tofu, water, mm. dark leafy vegetables. Okay? Oh, okay, take some of these before you go to Paris. Okay, let's oh. try to solve this first. Because <laughs> the last thing you want is to be in Paris and then try and look for a pharmacy. You don't speak but French. Travel and, insurance is okay. Uh, yeah, you heard that, <laughs> Great Eastern. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92 and still to come, our final dining voucher to Brunches Cafe. But joining us in conversation next is Dr. Kelly from The Gentle Vet, Singapore's only vet clinic specialising in geriatric and chronic illness pet care. We're going to learn more about The Gentle Vet, its fear-free approach and some success stories working with pets during festive seasons. This is something for all the parents listening to KISS 92. Always with you, on your way on KISS 92. We have our special guest who's now joining us on the show, Dr. Kelly from The Gentle Vet. This is Singapore's only vet clinic that specialises in geriatric and chronic illness pet care. Dr. Kelly, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you. Help me understand what makes your vet different from the ones that we're used to. Well, at the Gentle Vet, we function as a uh, kind of like a private physician care for your for your dog or cat. So we are your primary care provider and we basically take care of your pet's health um, from start to finish. Okay, and I mean gentle vet, right? Because in my mind, as much as we want to speak this way to the pets, pets can be quite chaotic, lah, huh? So once you go in there, it could be anything but, right? Dogs barking, cats meowing, parrots <laughs> talking back to you. Um, 
Actually, the the dogs and cats, they're quite smart. Once they step into the clinic, they know. They know it's a clinic. So they keep quiet and they look around. Okay, but how do you keep them calm as well and to, yeah. to build that trust? Because, you know, even my dog gets so nervous, sometimes mm. shivering when mm. we take her to the mm. vet. Uh, actually, that that's really easy to do. Uh, you put them in a nice quiet room. And basically, if it's a, a dog, you motivate them with a lot of treats. Uh, <laughs> Humans uh, are about yeah. the same, actually, I think. Yeah, there is one word and one word only to describe this. Bribery. Uh, yes, of course. That's the way. That's the way. And 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 I'm always like a little bit concerned because we've we've interviewed vets on the show before, you know. And I'm always like, I what if you face like dogs that bite you or animals mm. that like, like I worry mm. for mm. you. Do you ever get nervous going into work every day, working with the unpredictability of animals? I do. I do. Uh, it's definitely a real sort of hazard for the industry. Uh, but generally, you get to know your patients pretty well. And if you don't trust them, uh, then I'll get the owners to hold them. Okay. All right. All right. I imagine you must have loved animals since you were very, very young. Did you grow up like that? Uh, yes, actually. A, lo- a lot of people in the vet industry have always known that they want to be a vet uh, or want to work with animals. And uh, for me, it was my two special dogs uh, who were with me from, I think, uh, from secondary school. And all the way until when they were 16 and a half and 15 that I lost them. Oh, what were their names? Yeah, uh, The Papillon was queen of the house, Manchi. <laughs> uh, and the Schnauzer was um, not very bright, but very sweet. Uh, <laughs> my dog's yeah. like that. It's like a half chocolate poodle, half schnauzer. Oh, cute. Very She's, cute. Yeah. I, I call her like the Lana Del Rey of dogs. She just like... Looks all pensive all the time. She's like very docile. Um, But you know, they always say this, you know, when we're young, we have these ambitions with a sense of wonder. We look at the world with big eyes. But then Mm. when you actually enter the industry Mm. and then you see behind the curtain of Oz and you're like, wow, this is tough, man. Or this is ugly or this is gritty. Mm. You know, so how do you kind of find that balance between, hey, I cannot forget I love this job. Well, I think a lot of people imagine, uh, you know, working in a vet clinic to be quite glamorous. The truth is you spend a day uh, cleaning up pee, <laughs> poo. <laughs> Do you ever get used to it? Um, surprisingly, yes. Uh, it, it might sound quite gross, but um, pee does not disgust me now. You know, I can touch it with my bare hands. It's, it's okay. I, I always wash my hands afterwards. Yeah. But you, it's not disgusting. Yeah, you're, 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 you've got to remind yourself, you know, you're taking care of patients. You know, you want to ensure that the, the pet's health is well taken care of, you mm. know. So you kind of just let that go. Mm. Um, and, and what do you kind of like tell yourself every day when you go to work? Because I, I don't imagine it's like, oh, just go in, like automate mm. you know, mm. because every patient is different. Mm. I tell myself that I need to save this patient's life, basically, because we, we do a lot of chronic and nowadays, unfortunately, a lot of cancer care in Singapore. The cancer rates are rising extremely high. Uh, so I tell myself, what can I do uh, to help this patient live longer? And that's a big driver in our industry, basically. 
we're going to go into that uh, because, you know, the Gentle Vet is Singapore's only vet clinic specializing in geriatric and chronic illness pet care. Now, what are these illnesses uh, mm. that are now very common? You know, it's a tough reality to face, but especially this season, we have a lot of parents, parents over pets, you know, and they, we treat them like family. And it's very important to not ignore these things and actually preventing mm, it, you definitely. know, taking care of health yeah. from now. Okay. Now, this was honestly a bit of a surprise when you mentioned it earlier uh, that you're seeing a rise in cancer cases mm. among pets. Specifically, do you mean dogs or cats? Well, dogs and cats. And I think primarily the reason is because they're living older nowadays. So, you know, when perhaps 10, 20 years ago, we would expect a small dog to live till 12 and that would be considered old. Uh, now we are aiming for 14, 16, 18. Um, the oldest dog patient I have in my clinic is actually 19. No way. Yes, and there's more years. than one. So on one yeah. hand, it's sort of good news because, you know, the, the dogs are living longer, yeah. uh, but inevitably due to old age and the illnesses exactly. that come by. Is, is there yeah. anything you can sort of advise the parent, mm. the parent of a pet right now listening on the show mm. that may be a little bit concerned? Like, okay, what can I learn from Dr. Kelly here mm. on how I can take care of my, my pet? Well, number one really is uh, prevention is better than cure. So you need to get started on your screening. Uh, medical screening is extremely important. You can screen regularly and you pick a problem up when it's early, you can potentially cure it. But when you don't screen and you only realize the problem when your dog is uh, unfortunately collapsing and in you know emergency services, uh, then at that point, we're seldom looking at a cure. We're only looking at, if possible, a life extension. I have some questions off the top of my head that I just mm. want to throw at you. If you can give me like a rapid fire answer to some of these of questions. Course. And a couple of them also came in via text. So let's dive right in. Uh, the first one comes in from Siuhei. Okay, so Siuhei wants to know, uh, cooking for my dog. So I think she does that, right? Cooking for a dog instead of getting the canned food and all that. Is that mm. healthier? To a certain extent, yes. It's like um, a human asking, is cooking for myself healthier? Probably yes. But if you only cook the same thing every day, then probably no. So <laughs> you need to get a really good nutrition, a really good diet. Um, and to a certain extent, some variety. So if you're only cooking uh, chicken and um, specific vegetables all the time, that's probably not a very complete diet. So a bit sien right? The yeah. pet will be like, Ayo, yeah. every day the same thing. So they would feel the same way. Uh, yeah, and also there's not enough, um, there's not enough uh, range of your minerals and vitamins. So cooking is great. I, I'm a huge supporter of fresh food for pets, but you need to know what you're doing. So get a nutritionist on board. All right, more questions that Dr. Kelly is going to dive into. She's from the Gentle Vet, Singapore's only vet clinic, niching in geriatric and chronic illness pet care. Uh, once again, your clinic, your vet is in Tanjung Katong. What's the exact address? Yes. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you just close yeah. your eyes, you just show it. Uh, yeah, I, I do actually. It's uh, 291 Tanjong Katong Road. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Anything just Google, yeah. la, very easy name. Okay? Yes, Gentle yes, yes, Vet. Yeah. Gentle Vet. We're going to dive into a couple more questions that I want to get to. Okay, Xavier brings up an incredible point. I don't think anyone has asked this question. Mm. You know, among humans, especially the younger generation, there's a lot of emphasis on mental health. 
right? Yes. And how it affects your physical health. Vice versa, physical health affects your mental health. Is that the same for our pets as well? Uh, definitely. I think if you have a pet that's a little bit depressed for whichever reason, um, you know, whether it be a loss of a family member or a sudden change in environment, uh, their whole health takes a downturn. Um, we have a lot of older patients and sometimes they have critical uh, chronic illnesses. The moment their family goes on holiday, that is when they start going downhill. Okay. So mental health is a big, big factor. All right, I want to now shift the focus to the parents, to the parents of the pets that sometimes are even more nervous than the pet. Okay, because you're a gentle vet, right? So you're taking care of the, the pets in a gentle manner, you know, yes, fear free. Right. But then what about the patients that are freaking out outside? I'm sorry, the parents <laughs> that are freaking out outside. What? Well, that one a bit hard. Leh. <laughs> do you like go over there and like, calm down or say, relax, relax? How do you build that trust with yeah. your clients? Yeah. Uh, we actually have hot Milo in the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, for, and I know this is a question that many of us parents have, which is, I, yeah, I know I should take my pets for a screening. Mm. I know I should take them to the vet. But it's so expensive. Like, why is it so expensive? Why are vets so expensive in Singapore? I think you get what you pay for at the end of the day. Uh, what you see a human doctor who only cost $100 for a big surgery. Right. Or if when you go for heart surgery, do you want to go to a good private hospital? Do you want the best? Or do you want someone who does a job not so you know right so, so, you, so, so essentially you're saying that you're you're you're, you're, you're working with uh, people who are very trained in this exactly. they've pumped in years exactly. in this and they really know what they're doing yeah. and also if, if we're talking about sort of the comfort yes. for both the pet and the yeah. owner if you're able to afford it yes. you know this is why yeah. it costs a certain way so for example um, nowadays we have a lot of pets vet specialists uh, and they're great you know they know so much about um, in their area of specialty. So, of course, they have to go through so much training. Now, we of course, we have to pay for that as as parents. If you need a uh, CT scan of your, your dog, now that CT scan machine will cost you more than $1 million. How are you going to get a CT scan for $20? Yeah. That's not possible. You know, the machine costs $1 million or more. See, I think that's the other thing that, I mean, I, I've heard about this as well because I've asked a similar question before and I, I think a lot of us mm. underestimate how much like the medicine costs, mm, how much exactly. the treatment itself costs. Exactly. That at, to a point where even though we're paying a lot, uh, these vets are not actually making a lot of money. No. Uh, when you look at the consultation fees, um, maybe a consultation fee is about $45, $48 uh, for half an hour. I think that's quite reasonable uh, for for your vet's time. And on top of that, it's really your medications and your blood tests that, and the lab fees. So, actually, uh, yeah, you... When you do the numbers, it actually all kind of evens out, Correct. right? Correct, okay. yeah. Well, thank you, Dr. Kelly, for, for shedding some light on this matter. And, and thank you for doing good, not just to our pets, but also the porrins <laughs> with their hot Milo. <laughs> Getting you on your way. Ooh, in style. Okay. Time to get started. With Joshua Simon. For you, 
on Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Now, in this hour, we're hanging out with our girl, Shonya. What's up? A second week of her brand new Friday night show. Yeah. This is very exciting. You're, you're doing a Friday night show before our nice long Christmas weekend. <sighs> yes. We're going to catch up on Christmas plans, but also because you are our K-pop girl in our station. Oh, you know it. You know everything about Korean culture, Korean pop culture, okay, especially. Okay, I, I don't know if it's everything. You're hyping me okay, up okay, a little okay, okay. bit, but yes. At least yes. way more than FD lah. Facts. Right? <laughs> okay, so we're going to maybe choose a K-pop song of your choice and oh. I'd love for you to just geek out tell us why we ought to just add this into our playlist and fall in love with it okay Let's do it. have a little think I know you have like a roller deck of K-pop songs in there and the fandom is one. listening I got one let's go let's go don't worry you're on your way with Joshua Simon Kiss 92 hello hello hi who is this hi this is Rachel Rachel it's Josh on Kiss 92 and we also have hi. Shonya here in the hi, studio Rachel. Oh, great. Rachel, I said no games. Yeah. I want to give you a Christmas present. But before that, where are you on your way towards? I'm just heading back home. <gasps> Which part of Singapore do you yeah. live at? I live in Tampines. Oh, far east? Yeah. Okay, okay. What are your Christmas plans? Uh, Christmas plans will probably be with my family, going to my parents' place. And celebrating dinner over there. Okay, what would be at the at the feast like dinner wise? Like, what's on the menu? Oh, it's a very typical Christmas menu, like turkey, ribs, Whoa. mashed oh, potatoes. Okay, this is the the Americanized Western Christmas that you're getting. Because my I'm half Indian, half Chinese, lah. So even if oh. it's Christmas, even if it's Chinese New Year, lah, you will yeah. have like <laughs> you have masala chicken next to ngoh hiang. <laughs> And bihun. You know all these parties always got bihun one. Someone will bring bihun. <laughs> I want to invite yes, to this party. Yeah. Hey, Shonia wants to come to the party, how? Oh, great. <laughs> She's like, we'll see if we have space. <laughs> yeah. You can have the leftovers. All right, Rachel. Merry Christmas to you. I'm giving you a $100 dining voucher to Brunch's Cafe. Whoever who brings the best dish to your family event, you you take them with you, okay? Okay, sure. Have a Merry Christmas, a nice, wonderful weekend with your loved ones. What's your favorite radio station? Kiss 92. You're not just on the way. You're on your way. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You have been on your way with Joshua Simon. I hope I earned the privilege of your time this week and every evening that we spent on the show together. It's almost like we're saying goodbye to the year together, right? <laughs> this is our first year of On Your Way. Uh, but also now, two weeks into her first show that Shonya gets to headline every yes! Friday night. We end the week with the jubilance. Is that a word? I jubilance? like that. The ju- ju- jubilant? I was thinking jubilee from X-Men. Oh! So that's from, from jubilance, right? I think so. You know what? I'll take it. Mm, of Shonya right here. What are you doing this Christmas? You know I'm going to be eating. I'm going to be picking out for sure. Like straight up. I'm just going to eat. <laughs> yeah. That's and I'm going to watch a lot of Christmas movies over the weekend. Um, probably blast Christmas carols in my house. Yes. And uh, take a lot of pictures with my tree because I put a lot of effort into the tree, okay, this year with my mom. I'm, I'm going to post about it. I'm going to post. And Shonya has a Christmas gift for you as well from a Greenwood Fish Market. A $100 dining voucher <gasps> yes. that you can win tonight. Very sweet. She actually made me two little cupcakes. Oh. 
And I didn't know if it really was made by her because it looks like picture perfect. I wouldn't want to eat it. Thanks, Josh. Packaging was stunning. And okay, here's the thing. I'm not a cake person, but I love carrot cake. Oh, okay. I'm glad that I got that one right. By the way, shout out to my mom. She totally helped out, okay, with the decorating and everything. You're on your way. I'm on my way. With Joshua Simon. Kiss 92.